0: Hi, I'm Katie Lee Bennett. I'm an in-home hairstylist. Just a few years ago, I was struggling with the work-mom balance of life, zeroing my bank account at the end of each month, struggling with the kids' schedule and my work schedule, and never seeming to have enough time to get it all done. Then I did something I swore I would never do. I brought my chair home. Who would have thought that opening my salon in my basement would be such a huge blessing to not only myself, of my family. Now I am financially free, have a very flexible schedule, and am able to do so much more with and for my family. Now I'm here to help others gain confidence to bring their chair home and create the successful life they have been looking for. Working from home may not be for every stylist, but for me it has been everything. Thanks for joining me. Hey guys, I'm coming to you with episode number two on a three-part series. We're talking about today the work-mom or work-life balance. If you missed episode one, we talked about defining your own success and really going through how you can define success in your life rather than other people's um, definition of success, define your own success in life. And today we're talking about work-life, work-mom balance. I have a surprise for you. There is no such thing. He <laughs> probably already knew that. Um, so, work mom balance is really what I struggled with a lot more before I brought my chair home. But once I brought my chair home, it really made a huge difference. And I've listened to a couple people that have really talked about, especially people that work from home. Is you don't have to have a clear line in the sand. Now. Mm, I kind of agree and disagree. Um, I have boundaries, and today is not that episode that we're talking about boundaries. But my work, mom balance is that my kids have access to me all the time. Now my kids are a little bit older; they're they're five, almost six, and eight, and so they know they can come down and talk to me. They can have a, a, a decently mature conversation, and I can give them directions, and they will follow it. My obviously almost one-year-old does not come down. He either stays upstairs with the sitter or stays upstairs with my husband. But my kids have access to me that they, if they have a question, they are able to ask me anytime. Now, on the flip side of that, on the mom's side of that, I feel strongly that I am teaching them values of how to communicate with other people, people that they're just meeting, uh, people that they are greeting sometimes when they're out playing, and it, I say this carefully because it's also a time of correction, right? So like if my kids say something inappropriate or whatever, one of my sons, oh my gosh, he said something about like, you must've wanted to pee your pants. Like when one of my clients told me, told them that he hunts bear and he, oh, you must have wanted to pee your pants when you saw the bear. Oh my gosh. I'm like, can we just not talk about peeing? <laughs> with someone you don't really know, or maybe he said poop your pants. I don't know, but it was just still, I was like, okay, well, there we go with correction. I'm momming while I work. Um, and if you have an in-home salon and you have kids, people know that when they're coming to your house to have their hair done, like they, it's part of the experience. Right. Um, but with that, my kids also know that they they can come down and say hi. They can say hi to the client and chat for a minute. Sometimes they start climbing on a chair And usually they're sent back upstairs within a good five minutes unless they really know the client really well, because a, I have boundaries and B they, my clients want their time with me and I keep a professional space. That's how I run my business. Some of you might not run your business that way, but that is how I run my business. And so that work mom balance for me is blurred a lot more than someone obviously that leaves the house to work because it's a very defined line. You don't have your kids with you anymore. You might get calls from the nurse or get calls from the sitter that you, you know, need to come pick them up or whatever, but they are not with you. So the work mom balance is definitely a little bit more blurred, which I actually love and have learned to create, you know, the ebb and flow of my day with, um, but there's just, there's just no such thing as a, as a full balance. Um, What I want to encourage you to do when you're finding that work life balance is think about where you're feeling pulled. So, a lot of times, well, I can't say a lot of times, I feel like I usually feel guilty when I work too much that I'm not with my kids. And then, if my bank account's low, I feel like I. Should have worked more, right? Or you always feel, we always feel a pull somewhere. It's just, it's innate in us. Like we feel like there's something a little bit more usually that we could have done better if we're reflecting, right? But being able to reflect, sit down and think about how you can fix it, or if it's worth fixing, sometimes if it's a pull, like we just need to get over it. Like sometimes we got to go to work sometimes. That's just the way it goes. Even if the kiddo's having a tantrum it kills us sometimes, right? Like you don't want to leave, but you got it sometimes, or you got to go downstairs to work. Um, and you're gonna to have to dress it later, but it's, it's part of the balance, right? The work, um, work life balance is you, you're always being pulled a little bit more in one direction. And it's just kind of being able to level it out for as long as you can, because inevitably it'll change again and you'll be pulled a different way. There's no such thing as the full on balance. Um, but today's court, uh, course of action call to action is to take a moment and think about where you feel the most pull. So if you feel like you're working a lot more than you should be, which I'm going to give you an example. My husband, the dog is scratching her collar and it's ringing. (laughs) Um, I work sometimes on my days off if it's family because I don't need a sitter and my kids can kind of run amuck around here and someone will hold the baby. It's not ideal. And my husband has made it clear that I seem more stressed <laughs> at the end of the day when he comes home from work and I've been doing a family member's hair and didn't have time to do make dinner or I was rushed or whatever. So I really did have to think about making those boundaries and lines of not working on the days I am not scheduled to work for his sake more so than mine. I mean, actually, I shouldn't I shouldn't be cranky. <laughs> That's my own fault. But, you know, I was I'm trying to respect him in the family dynamic as well and working on my day off and being crabby when he gets home cuz supper is running late cuz I worked is not fair to him. So, that is where a pull that I've been really diligent lately about is to not work on my days off and it's hard sometimes because I totally want to fit in a family member that doesn't mind having the kids hanging out with them. But, um, it's, it's in the long run not worth it and I feel like I am should be respecting his it's not his wishes, but his, his opinion, I guess. Right. So that's, that's kind of the work side of an example but also you may actually be working too much. I mean, if if you're working and you're not able to give enough to your family and you'll know what that, that looks like, right? You're, you'll feel the stress. You'll feel the weight on your shoulders. Then you need to think about how you can change your hours so you're working less. Whether that looks like you do a price, rank, price increase so that you, you know, sadly lose a few clients because that's how people, it works. And we'll talk about that in another episode, but so some clients move on and you're still making the same, if not more and able to work less hours, or you create, you know, specialty hours where you're able to pay people, pay you more for, and then you have your regular hours. That is regular rate, or you get a sitter on the day that your husband works instead. And you guys work you know, at the same time and then you have extra time off together. So whatever that looks like, my challenge to you today is to take a minute, think about where you feel that pull the most and write it down and then brainstorm some ways of how you can fix it. Ask your husband if you feel like you need some extra, some extra help, some extra suggestions or opinions or don't <laughs> um, or your significant other, whatever that looks like and just take a moment and see how you can figure out a little bit closer to that balance and uh yeah work on that today and I will talk to you all later the last episode of this um series is coming up and we'll be talking about how to finan- get financially free f- flexible schedule and time with your family Um, So that'll be, that'll be a good one that we're not going to talk too detailed about how to get financially free, flexible schedule in time with your family, but what things you can do to work towards them. All right. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye.